to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Hello, and welcome to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. Um, Valerie, I have a question. I see... I follow a lot of Instagram things and I always get a bunch of running stuff on my Instagram. And we've heard people talk about training plans that are like 80, 20, and then they give you like a time that you're supposed to be meeting on your mile or a heart rate goal or um, some sort of exertion, like do an easy run, do a hard run. And we've talked about this before, but I feel like it's coming up again and I guess the question is, how how do I know if I'm running easy, hard, or the right mileage? Can you give me some insight on that? Sure. And by the way, I've always found that funny. Like, there's no easy run. <laughs> running. <laughs> running is, is running is hard. <laughs> yeah, and and it's okay. Like that's why we run. We run for the challenge. We run for the connection of you know using our bodies, and and so. Yes, we and we see this all the time in our runners, guys. You get uh, people come in with their training plans and they want to run a certain, you know, most people, if they want to run faster, obviously, they like maybe have, I want to get to Boston. I've got this, this goal of mine that I want to run this pace or I want to run this distance. And if someone's assigning you a running um, pace, my first question is, well, first of all, how do you run? Like, what is what? Let's see what you're, you know, how does running feel for you? And we can laugh about it. Like, oh, my gosh, this run was hard. This run was easy. But what does that really mean? It's not it's kind of a emotional thoughts, really. Right. Right. And if I say to you, okay, I want you to run, let's just say a 10 minute mile. Your goal is to run a 10 minute mile. You come to me and you're like, my goal is to run a 10 minute mile. And right now I run a 13 minute mile. That's what, you know, let's say that's your thing. And right. you plug that yeah. into, you said the 80-20. So this 80-20 right. thing is telling you, run 80% of your miles at 13 minutes and then run 20% at 10, right? Right. And, okay. <laughs> that's exactly so, okay, what it I, is. Off I go. How do I run my run? How do I run faster? How do I achieve this 10-minute mile when I just said to you, my regular runs at 13? You see, we're not getting any instruction on our movement. And it's, and, and then I'm setting myself up for failure because if I go out there, I'm a 13 minute miler. So already I'm probably pretty inefficient in my running. And then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to run a 10. I'm going to run fast. Well, for most people, they're going to start like pumping their arms and then doing crazy things with their legs, which actually guys this leads to injuries. So right. the, the challenge is, and, and I hear a lot. So that's like the 80, 20 program. There's a lot of like zone trainings. I need you to be in this zone. Like, what right. does that even mean? Right. So then they're like, it's your heart rate, heart rate zone should be here. By the way, guys, I, I'm, I'm certainly not being in any way condescending. I have worked. My degree is in exercise, physiology, kinesiology. I worked in a fitness lab. We did all kinds of VO2 max testing. I've seen heart rate implementation for 30 years in my, in my fitness career. And I'm telling you, they show it over and over and over perceived exertion works. And what that means is if you can feel how you're feeling, you need to know how you're exerting. So the difference of running hard where I'm like exerting cardiovascularly, where I'm winded, like I literally have to stop running because I am so winded 
versus I have to stop running because my, my muscles are tired and fatigued and my feet and my joints hurt. It's completely different. Right. And exactly. But first I have to get there and I have to have that understanding. And what we're seeing is people, unfortunately, they're coming in injured. And a lot of them, they're like, you know, my coach said to go out and just go for a long, easy run. Well, what what does that mean for a lot of people when they think easy run, they slow down their movement. And then we say to them, well, the more you slow down your movement, the more you're putting pressure on your joints. So then they think, well, running faster just means moving my arms and legs faster. Right. Right. And this is where we struggle, guys, because, you know, with Runner X, we're teaching you how to run. And when you first learn how to run, you start to realize that a lot of those numbers weren't even correct. Your heart rate's actually, you can actually run faster than you thought. You didn't know that first. Or maybe you were hesitant to do it because you were scared your heart rate would go up. And so we're just finding that a lot of these programs aren't starting you with what we start you with, with this first, let's learn how to run. Because if you are running a 13-minute mile, it means you're probably, unfortunately, spending way too much time on the ground. And then when you try to run faster, instead of really running faster, and you might run faster, but what are you actually doing? You might be spending you know, more time on the ground. We don't know. So that kind of goes back to that age-old um, story that we've talked about before, that a lot of runners go out and they go too far, too fast right? Because somebody told them that's what they need to be running. They have a checkbox that they want to check or because, well, yesterday or last week or last month, I ran 10 miles. And even though I haven't run all month because I've been busy with work, I think I can go out and run 10 miles again. Talk about that kind of where I need to adjust mentally when I, when I'm thinking that way. Right. You know, I think, again, it's setting yourself up for the, the validation in your run is in your mileage versus how your run was, right? right. And so we, we talk about this a lot, too. Like, we're not professional athletes. We have working lives. Like you just said, maybe I had a sick kid or had extra stuff at work and I didn't get to, you know, do my running for a few days. So then I think, oh, my gosh, I've been running three days or whatever it is, a week. I need to run. And so you go out and you run too much distance you know, or too fast just because maybe you're excited and you try to recreate whatever you just did. And that goes back to, um, in my mind, a disconnection with your running. And it's important because we, we guys like, like, by the way, the, those people that are like, we love to run all the time and we're not injured. That's awesome because you're, you're consistent. <laughs> and that's what yeah. it goes back to. It's the consistency. So what we love and like what we teach with, with our program and this is what we see all the time. You people come in and we help them get more efficient in their running and immediately they get faster. Right? We see it all right. we see it constantly. Right. Exactly. Because as yeah. soon as we as soon as we teach you guys how to move correctly and you start moving better, of course you're going to run faster. It's like the best byproduct of what we give you. However, let's say you came in to run RX. So we just had this happen and you're a 10-minute miler. You've been a 10-minute miler, 10-minute miler. All of a sudden, you're working with us. We're helping you get more efficient, getting you that elasticity. And all of a sudden, you can run nines. And you're like yeah. floored, right? We, this, this is what we just, we're experiencing this right now with someone. So then she's like, every run, she wants to get faster. So every time she yeah. goes running, she's like, I don't even want to see nines. I want to see eights. And she now <laughs> sees, saw some eights. Well, then the next time she went running, she couldn't get past those numbers again. And she's like, what did I do? What did I do? And I said, well, it's like, you 
you haven't given your body a chance to adapt. <laughs> yeah. You just yeah. recognize that you could do this. And then you're like, okay, I want to apply this to my regular run distance when you haven't even yet gotten comfortable with your new run yet or your new distance. And that's what right. we try to help with, help you guys with, because then what starts to happen is we promise you, you'll be able to hold that once you let your body right adapt to that. So it's, that's, what's so important is that instead of getting caught up in, was I in the zone? Was I in this uh, distance? Did I hit this pace? We help you with, let's work with where you are right now today. Yeah. So you can improve for tomorrow, if you will. Right. And, and this kind of goes back to the mindset thing that I find so fascinating is when I talk to uh, our students and I talk to our members or I, or really you and I just talking, or I talk to myself, what's so amazing is that same person, if I were to go to her and say, okay, um, your child or your coworker has just started with you doing a task and they were able to do it without you maybe uh, for the first time. Now they think they can do that same, same tax, task and like five other things that you just showed them once, right? <laughs> Would you go to them and, and say, oh, okay, you know how to do that one task. Now you can do them all. And usually if you bring it into some other part of their life, like their work or their child or their, or even their animals, like their dogs, right? Like your dog just learned how to sit. Now you want them to sit, stay. Now you want them to sit, stay with you, not in the room. If you train any animal, you know, you can't go from sit to sit, stay when I'm not in the room, you have to build up to it. You would never expect your animal or your child to not progress through a normal rate of, of progression, right? Through, through the stages that they need to go through. But ourselves, there's something that we do to ourselves that somehow, and I feel like it's, we either think that we're better than we are, like, I'm great, I can do this, right? Because back 20 years ago, when I was in high school, or for me, more like 40 years ago, right? <laughs> when I was in high school, I could do this. So we overinflate what we can do, or the reverse, we, we think we can't do it because we're too old. We're too, uh, right. we're too limited. So it's just amazing to me how it's never, it's really rare that we come across anyone that is just like, I'm willing to stay here and go through the progression at whatever rate my body and my mind are working on. They're either pushing themselves too hard too soon, or they're holding themselves back and aren't challenging themselves at all because of their own limitations. Yeah, I mean, and and the best part, though, is that once you start to connect with your run, and this is what we see, of course, repeatedly, and it's the best part. And, and, and this is just something to keep in mind. That once you, like, I love the fact that people start to feel running, you know, and they feel it at a higher pace in the beginning. And it's on purpose because that's running, right? And then it, it's like mentally, you're like, oh, gosh, I want to feel that again. And which we, that's what we try to, of course, that's what we love. I used to call it um, pose crack back in the day. Like you'd have <laughs> someone pop off a band and they would just fly for just, you know, like two seconds, but enough that their mind connected with, wow, this is what running can feel like. And it's kind of like when you were a little kid and you were free and that's the challenge yeah. as adults, we're not free, we're adults. And we have all these things that we have to do. So then when your coach says on top of that, now go run this pace or go run this, you know, um, zone or, you know, whatever we keep seeing that these, you know, 
And by the way, once you're at a place where you know running and you start to feel your different paces, then your your training can be a little bit different. But I've been writing training plans for 20 plus years and on no, no, none of my plans have a time. All of my plans are either intervals by distance, like, you know, 400 meters, 800 meters, one mile, or they're run 20 to 40 minutes, or they're running a, a length of like 60 to 80 minutes, or maybe so many miles, but none of them I tell you how fast to run them in. That is the data you will collect after. And that's important because we teach people to run by perception, by feel, by how your body's doing today. And to get there is, is a journey, but so worth it. Then you can go out for those runs. And I'll finish with that little story. I went out running a couple of days ago and no watch, no nothing. I set a stopwatch. So my goal was I'm going to run for 40 minutes, just enjoying running and only hanging out. Like I, I didn't want to feel like my, you know, all of the stuff people talk about. I wanted to be in a, in a good zone in the way that I was working and just enjoying my run. And when I got back, I had run a flat, uh, I ran five miles. Like It was really, really sweet. It was like 40 minutes, five miles, eight minute flat. It was just a great run. <laughs> and it was fun, right? And so I was telling my group about it. My cadence was between 180, 182. And this is the things that we talk about with RunRx is it wasn't how fast I ran. It wasn't how far I ran, even though I have that data also, because I'm a runner, guys, I get it. But it was more about how I was able to hold my fall at a place I could just hold and run and enjoy my running. And it was, and that's what somebody else would say. Well, Valerie, that's a, that's what I call them, my zone. And that's what I call my easy. Well, that's great. But you had to first get to a journey to figure out what running was for that to feel for you easy or relaxed. And right. that's what I want for all of my runners. And that's what people have such a hard time with, right? Because you're stuck in like, ah, oh, I'm like, like you said, the self-limitation or someone else is putting pressure on me. And that's what we teach you. Let go of that extra pressure and, and find your own run with your, with yourself. So this is a great segue into a couple more podcasts that we'll uh, be putting out in the next couple of weeks. We're going to talk about how to get out of the two phases, the two sides living in your limitations is the one way. And then of course, over, you know, thinking that you're farther along than you are. And we'll talk about those in the next couple podcasts. So hopefully you'll join us on the RunRx podcast. And if you like what you're hearing, give us a five-star review so that more runners can find our podcast. Thanks guys. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit.